This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what? I, I do want to mention something, Howard, and this is a little bit of a curveball. I didn't tell you about this. But, um, as a as a former player, just your perspective, because and and I know it's probably going on around a lot of the different teams, but this is more so a lot of things that I get related Michigan State wise with the fans. They want new coordinators. How like I guess how active like are the in, are the coordinators that important? Do they call the shots like? What is the actual role of the, of the coordinators? Because fans act like you could just, you know, get rid of them like your underwear and socks and just bring in somebody new and keep this thing going. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. If you, you know, the next guy may not have all the types of players that he needs to run his system. So you could be going a further, another step further back than just holding on to this guy and letting to see if his system works. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's... Obviously, they're critical hires. You, you talk about the coordinators who are, who are going to install um, your offense and that you're trusting them uh, to be able to, you know, call the right plays, the right defenses to, to, to get the team in successful positions. And they spend a lot of time uh, with the team. I think when you look at uh, – when you say you look at the best programs that are out there, you know, the, the head coaches, he steps in, but he allows those coordinators to coordinate. That's what they have to be able to do. And sometimes you don't necessarily make the right hire, and that's okay, but you have to be willing to make that adjustment or to make that change and pivot and go a different direction once you realize that that system is not fitting the players uh, that you know, that are on that roster. Because that, that's the thing. It's, it's easier for that coordinator to make a change with his system than it is to, to go out and find all these new players to run it. So that's one of the difficult challenges. You, you couple that with, you know, you look across, you look up at Michigan, and you see them lose coordinators, and then they plug another guy in. But, you know, it didn't start out that way for Harbaugh. I mean, he was making some some bad choices. Yeah, he was. John Brown comes to mind. Uh, so, you know, it's about it's about finding the right fit for, for that system. But, you know, the reality is when you look across, uh, you know, at the successful programs, They've been able to hire the right people uh, and, and being able to groom people that are on the staff to, to be able to step in and take over if need be. Yeah, because I guess the biggest question is how long do you stick with this guy? Do you, do you give him, you know, two, three years? Or is it just, you know what, you got two years, fix this. If not, we're moving on. We're getting somebody else because you're right. Michigan all of a sudden did a big wholesale change. 
mm-hmm. and they brought in a younger staff, and they, you know, like I said, they they jumped into the Baltimore Ravens internship program, and and John let Jim borrow a bunch of his guys in order to, you know what, I'm gonna let you have them for a year, and then I'm gonna bring them back, get them acclimated. Or like mm-hmm. I said, do you how? I guess the biggest question: How long do you ride with them? Because it's funny, because especially with this day and age of the transfer portal, a lot of players go for that specific coach. And now when that coach leaves, you see guys like, well, this new coach may not give me the same chance. I'm jumping in the portal. So, like, I guess what's the shelf life on these coaches? I think with the established programs, forget it, it's not even an established program. You as a head coach have to recognize whether or not a person is doing a good job for your program. And you only need to look at Northwestern uh, from this previous years. You think about this, when, when – uh, Mike Hanker, which was the defense coordinator, you know, one thing you could count on with, with Northwestern was they were going to have an outstanding defense. Right. Now, you know, they were slow on the offensive side, but defensively, they weren't going to have they weren't going to have any issues. And, you know, they, they changed it up. They went in a different direction. Well, uh, Hankowitz retired, brought in a new coordinator. And it's been two years that you, know, you can make the argument that Northwestern's defense has been the worst in the conference. And, you know, he's made, he's gone and made that change now. But I, I would say he could have made that change after last season um, because things weren't getting any better and hadn't gotten any better. And, you know, you tried it, you tried it again and, and it didn't work out. So he made that move. So it really is, it really is up to that head coach to be able to make the changes he needs to make, um, you know, to that staff. And, and remember, these, these guys have contracts too. So That's depending true. on the length of that contract, you know, there's some money that has to be eaten. And now you're looking at the <laughs> athletic director. Well, the athletic director yeah. is looking at you saying, hey, what do you mean we're getting rid of? Well, I t- hey. that's why I try to tell state fans, and Mike, because all the all the coordinators' contracts run guaranteed until next season. So I'm like, you guys are just going to have to grit your teeth and bear it because I don't think that anybody's going to get fired because they're going to make, you know, 1.5 or whatever, that's that's going to come wherever. And then on top of that, you're going to have to pay this new guy 1.5. So that's $3 million being eaten up, I guess, $1.5 million in almost dead cap, if you want to use an NFL term, where it's it's just like, but then you you, you brought upon something. It's like, well, you know, is it really boiled down to the, to the loyalty and the trust of the head coach? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And I can tell you this with, without giving away – or, or mentioning the, the institution, but there was a head coach that had to pay his uh, coordinator to leave. The athletic director said, oh, if you want to change, it's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> now, now think about that. Think about how bizarre <laughs> that is. Like, oh, you want to fire him? Go. That's fine, but it's coming out your check. Hey, but see, here's the funny thing, though, man, because somebody brought that up, and I was just like, I never really thought about that, but yeah, hypothetically speaking, you know, we all know Mel Tucker's making a ton of money. Like, okay, well, you know what? You scratch a check off for one of these guys, and then we can move on and get somebody else. But I guess, but but here's the thing, though. If you're that coach making that much money, you want to keep that money coming in, I guess you look at that as an investment in yourself. It's, <laughs> it's bizarre to think, Howard, but it yeah. does make sense that – I got to move on. They're not going to buy me out, so I'm going to have to just go ahead and, hey, honey, you know, we, we won't be able to buy that Mercedes this month. Going to have to wait a couple months, but we get it. But, no, I mean, I could easily see it. But, yeah, I often wonder, man, just where that loyalty factor is with coaches. Is 
Is it something that the coaches talk over with players and say, hey, guys, this is something I'm thinking about doing? Or they just kind of walk in the room and say, yeah, we're making that change. Yeah, you. to me, it comes down to, to the head coach and whether the head coach believes uh, that the system will work. And, you know, as I say that, I also know that there's really no system that's ever been designed on, on a chalkboard uh, that's set up to fail. But the challenge is do you have the right people to run that particular system. And if you don't, you need to adjust your system to what's on the roster because you can't there, – there's no sense in going around talking about, well, we can't uh, – well, he's not picking up the system. What do you mean? If a coach told me, if I'm the head coach and, and a position coach told me, well, I can't play this kid. He's really talented, but he can't pick up the system. My question is, well, what's wrong with your teaching method? I want to know what's wrong with the coach. That's fair. Because yeah. you're the reason you want, you need to figure out how to tap in and how to make sure you can get the most out of the player. Don't tell me anything about what the player, the player is having trouble learning something. Uh-uh. That's on you as a as a coach to make sure that that player understands what it is that, that you're trying to get uh, them to do. And if you can't figure it out, then maybe you're not the right coach to be able to teach. No, I, I mean, that's – wow. I mean, you're right, because if you can't make that connection with the player, if you can't somehow find a way to get what is in your head into their head and get them to actually implement this on the field, you got to come up with a better way to teach. Because, yeah, you you, you got – we brought this guy in for a reason to help mm-hmm. us win, and, and now, like I said, with over – well over a 1,000 people in the portal, that that's a whole new thing now because, you know, if a kid – doesn't like it. You did. You yelled at me. I'm. I'm too frustrated. I'm, I'm just gonna leave, and and we'll get to that in a second. But mm-hmm. 